Welcome to the Pets Who Thrive podcast, where we cover all areas of natural animal health and challenge what we've been conditioned to think regarding how to raise and keep a healthy pet. My name is Tammy. I'm an entrepreneur and a certified animal naturopath with a passion for animals and empowering other pet owners with tools for creating the healthiest version of your amazing pets. Let's dive in. Hello, I am so glad you're joining me today. In today's episode, we are going to be looking at a few different types of arthritis along with some natural solutions for treating it. So first, let's define arthritis. Arthritis, what are the different types? It is painful joint inflammation. There are more than 100 different varieties of arthritis. The most common are osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, and gout. It can also include lupus, psoriatic arthritis, fibromyalgia, ankylosing spondylitis, and others. Here's how to identify the most typical forms of arthritis. Osteoarthritis is the wear and tear joint pain that many of us experience as we age. It tends to affect big joints like hips and knees and develops over time from injury and overuse. Cartilage around a specific joint wears down and bone spurs may grow. Except for pain in the joint, you don't feel sick or have associated fatigue. Swelling and redness may or may not be present. Rheumatoid arthritis is very different. With this chronic inflammatory autoimmune disorder, the body mistakenly attacks itself. Small joints in the hands and feet are usually affected first. The synovial membrane that lines the joints becomes inflamed, painful, and swollen. Bone erosion and joint deformity can eventually result. Such deformity usually does not occur in osteoarthritis. Flare-ups often occur during which joints are more painful and inflamed and systemic symptoms such as fever and fatigue may be present. Joints are usually affected symmetrically, whereas osteoarthritis, joint damage is typically more one-sided. The illness tends to strike women three times more often than men and to come on more suddenly at an earlier age than osteoarthritis, like 30s to 50s. Rheumatoid arthritis is less common in dogs. However, it can affect small and toy breeds such as miniature poodles, Shetland sheepdogs, and the Nova Scotia duck tolling retriever, but it can also affect greyhounds. Causes of arthritis. First of all, chronic inflammation. Every chronic disease is essentially an inflammatory condition. These conditions include allergies, autoimmune disease, diabetes, cancer, dementia, heart disease, and arthritis. What is inflammation? Basically, it's the body's response to injury, irritation, or infection. This inflammatory response is needed to help the body repair injuries or clean up toxins. In this sense, inflammation is beneficial. However, it can wreak havoc when it turns into chronic, long-term state. Chronic inflammation creates a constant supply of free radicals, which ultimately damage the DNA. Free radicals damage the body's cells, and this damage turns into oxidative stress. Oxidative stress is what leads to the aging process and is also what causes all diseases. Leaky gut. Leaky gut has become a widespread condition in both animals and humans. 
While awareness of leaky gut is slowly increasing, there has been slow acceptance in the medical community, which is concerning as the gut is responsible for more than 70% of the immune system function. The delicate intestinal mucosa, which lines the gut, can be likened to cheesecloth, which should act as a barrier. In leaky gut, the cloth junctions have been stretched or damaged to the point where they are no longer able to filter out larger food particles, bacteria, and toxins. These particles then pass through the intestinal wall and make their way into the bloodstream, which sets off a series of events in the body. This triggers the immune system to fight the invaders, and it can be detrimental. For example, if the invaders are proteins that the animal has eaten, now the body is building antibodies against those proteins. All this battling leads to chronic inflammation and distress, symptoms which are often labeled as allergies or arthritis. The aging process. We share a lot in common with our canine companions. Sometimes this means we also share some of the same health issues. Joint and hip problems are among them. In fact, osteoarthritis affects up to 15 million dogs in America, most over eight years old, with canine hip dysplasia being one of the most common degenerative joint conditions. As dogs age, the cartilage between the knees and in the hips breaks down. This releases joint fluid and potentially creates inflammatory damage to the structure of the joints, as well as a great deal of pain. You may notice this in the way your dog slows down toward the end of a walk or lays down gingerly, gets up slowly, reluctant to jump or to climb stairs. They may hesitate prior to doing anything that requires effort and activity, even if they look like they're ready to play. If any of this sounds familiar, there are ways of relieving your dog's pain without the need for potentially dangerous prescription, steroid drugs, or even common NSAIDs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Your dog may currently be taking glucosamine. Maybe that's been working and you want something additional to back it up. Or maybe you've noticed it's no longer effective and your vet is recommending Remedil, another NSAID that can cause liver damage, vomiting, diarrhea, fatigue, and ulcers. Fortunately, you can avoid that step. Let's take a little deeper look into NSAIDs. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or NSAIDs are the most commonly used drugs in the world, both prescription and over-the-counter. Many people reach for NSAIDs as a first choice when it comes to relieving their pets or themselves of any pain. While many people believe these medications are very safe and effective, Recent statistics suggest otherwise. In the U.S. alone, NSAIDs cause 120,000 hospitalizations per year at an average cost of 15,000 to 20,000 each, which totals a 2 billion per year. 16,500 deaths per year directly related to prescription-only NSAIDs, the number would be much higher if it included deaths from over-the-counter use. Gastrointestinal, GI, or other complications in 2%, which equals 1.2 million of the 60 million Americans who use NSAIDs regularly. The most common cause of death from NSAIDs is GI bleeding, with liver and or kidney failure the next most common. Similar stats are not available for dogs. However, with so many calls to poison control centers and visits to emergency clinics, 
Directly related to NSAID ingestion, both intentional and accidental, it's hard to believe that dogs are not affected. There are currently about 20 different NSAIDs labeled as pain meds for dogs. They're made by various pharmaceutical companies, and all of them warn of potential major side effects. That alone should be cause for concern. The FDA has also issued warnings about NSAID use, which include, but are not limited to, the following. Many NSAIDs become trapped in the stomach and are also slightly acidic, so they directly irritate the stomach lining. NSAIDs should be used cautiously in animals that may already have liver disease. For a dog starting on an NSAID for long-term use for osteoarthritis, it's good to closely monitor his or her liver function by checking blood work during the early stages because most NSAID-associated liver damage occurs within the first three weeks. Because NSAIDs prevent the production of prostaglandins or block some prostaglandin activity, these drugs can reduce blood flow to the kidneys, possibly causing kidney damage and leading to sudden-onset kidney failure. So, why not NSAIDs? There are many good reasons to avoid them. Yes, these drugs may decrease pain in the short term. On the other hand, they block the normal ability of the body to heal and repair soft tissues like muscle, tendons, and ligaments, and bones. For example, the Rotterdam study released in 2005 showed increased joint damage in humans over time. Participants were three times more affected compared to those not using NSAIDs. Another found a 50% increase in hip replacements in people using NSAIDs for two years or more. A third study found that those using NSAIDs were at risk for an acceleration of articular cartilage breakdown. So how can we help alleviate our dog's pain and inflammation associated with arthritis in a way that is safer and effective? Below are some of my favorites and ones that I've chosen to carry at my store, Bark Avenue. However, keep in mind that there are so many joint supplements on the market that that this list is in no way inclusive of all of the available options. First of all, I can't talk about inflammation without talking about food. Um, It is so important to feed a species-appropriate diet. So my recommendation is to start with a fresh raw diet. Raw diets are naturally anti-inflammatory. They don't contain hardly any starch and contain all the ingredients a dog or cat needs to nourish their body, like meat, organ, and bones. This is truly a very important part of reducing inflammation in our pets. When a dog is fed a dry processed food day in and day out, it is the equivalent of us eating processed food for every single meal. If we ate this way, our bodies would be in a constant state of chronic inflammation as well. CBD oil. I cannot say enough about CBD oil for pets. First of all, what is CBD? CBD is short for cannabidiol, which is one of the 100 natural compounds, also known as cannabinoids, found in the hemp plant. CBD for dogs has been found to naturally promote calmness, support hip and joint health, boost the immune system, support a healthy digestive system, and much more. How does CBD work in your dog's body? Humans and animals alike all have an endocannabinoid system, or in other words, ECS. When CBD oil is consumed, it activates your dog's ECS. 
The ECS then creates a two-way communication system between the brain and other systems in your pet's body, such as the nervous system, immune system, digestive system, and more. This is why you may hear about CBD helping out in so many different areas of the body. Something else about CBD oil that is very important is that you choose a full-spectrum oil. Many people only recognize CBD. However, there are many other beneficial cannabinoids, including CBD, in a full-spectrum oil. One of my favorite brands that we use quite a bit at my store is Pet Relief. They own their own organic crop. They are third-party tested and are NASC certified. What is NASC? The National Animal Supplement Council is a nonprofit industry group dedicated to protecting and enhancing the health of companion animals and horses throughout the United States. They have a very rigorous certification process that um, you have to undergo as a supplement company in order to achieve their, um, their label. Glucosamine and chondroitin supplements. Glucosamine and chondroitin protect cells called chondrocytes, which help maintain cartilage structure. In theory, these supplements have the potential to slow cartilage deterioration in the joints and to reduce pain in the process. There are many glucosamine supplements available. One that I've seen wonderful results with over the years is made by Liquid Health called Canine Glucosamine. Along with glucosamine and chondroitin, it also contains MSM. MSM is a potent anti-inflammatory commonly used to treat osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, and tendonitis. Since canine glucosamine is also in liquid form, it is absorbed quicker into the body than tablets offering faster results. Another one is called Myrstin. Myrstin canine joint formula is a natural nutritional supplement. It's a combination of acetyl, meristoliate, and glucosamine sulfate, which work together with other joint nutrients to create optimum joint health. Myrstin canine formula is used to repair and reduce dysplasia and other joint problems. What is acetyl meristoliate? And why is it important? Also known as CMO, acetyl meristoliate is an immune system regulator that promotes recovery from joint injury, so joint repair, creates synovial fluid that lubricates the joints, reduces joint pain and inflammation, regulates immune response for optimum joint recovery. It's been used by vets for canine joint problems since 1996. It's a safe alternative to NSAIDs. And there is a shellfish-free glucosamine joint supplement that I also have seen really good results with, and it is made by Wapiti, and it's called Mobility. Mobility is a natural blend of elk velvet antler and traditional herbs. It is formulated to support positive joint function as well as help maintain joint mobility for dogs. It also supports connective tissue health, provides joint support, maintain joint mobility, help support a healthy immune system and normal blood cell health, help support normal stamina and endurance for healthy bones and surrounding tissues, supports normal function and health of the kidneys and liver. Essential fatty acids. 
Essential fatty acids are very important for dogs, especially for those that are suffering from chronic inflammation like arthritis. Many pet parents give their pets fish oil, and fortunately, some fish oils can oxidize easily. Phytoplankton is a wonderful alternative. Phytoplankton is a whole food that contains essential fatty acids along with many other minerals and antioxidants. Herbs. Herbs for inflammation and tissue support. For example, one that I use for my own dogs and recommend for many of my clients is called Inflipotion by Glacier Peak Holistics. It helps with general aches and pains, inflammation, minor injuries, overexertion associated with working dogs. Its counterpart is Herbaprin, which can be given on those days when dogs overdo it and they seem to be a little stiff or in pain. Turmeric and Boswellia. Botanicals like curcumin and boswellia start reducing inflammation right away and help decrease pain, but it can take time to be most effective, but also, again, certainly safer than an NSAID, which, again, like we talked about, can cause GI damage to dogs and to people. Homeopathic remedies. These are seven different homeopathic remedies um, that have been known to help with easing joint pain. Rust tox. This remedy can help painful strains, sprains, and other joint conditions. Stiffness is very characteristic. Restlessness is also common. The pain is worse from initial motion, like rising up from the ground, but better from continued motion, like walking or changing positions. Complaints are worse after rest from cold and from weather changes, especially a change to cold, damp weather and complaints are better from heat. Arnica. This is the major first aid remedy, the one to consider after any injury, blow, or bruising. It can also help sore, sprained, strained, overused muscles. The person often says, I'm fine and or asked to be left alone when they are clearly not well and need emergency medical attention after an injury or an accident. They are probably in a state of shock from the injury, and this remedy can help in such cases. The affected area feels worse from touch, pressure, or motion. Bryonia. Joint pains are severe, sharp, stitching, or tearing. The pain is worse from the slightest motion, so the person wants to keep perfectly still. They feel better from rest, pressure, lying on the painful side, tight bandaging or bracing, and warmth on the affected area. The person is often irritable preferring to be left alone. Hypericum. This is often the first choice for injuries to nerve-rich areas such as the fingers, toes, and spine. Pains are sharp and tend to shoot upward along the spine or from the side of the injury. The pain may seem out of proportion to the severity of the injury. This remedy can also be useful for puncture wounds, animal bites, and burns. Symphytum. This is useful for trauma to bony areas. It's known to help broken bones to knit and heal. Some people use it routinely for fractures, but only after a bone is set. It can also be useful for pain that remains at the site of older fractures or other injuries to hard tissue. Bellus perennis. This can be indicated for sprains and traumas with much soreness, especially when there's bruising similar to the way arnica is used. However, injuries calling for bellus may be in deeper tissues and may exhibit more swelling. The injured area feels worse from touch and warmth, but better from motion and rubbing. 
Bellis can also be helpful for, for old back strains and repetitive strains like gardeners or manual laborers. It is especially indicated for injuries or surgeries of the breast, abdomen, or pelvis. Ruta Grove. This remedy has an affinity for action on tendons, ligaments, and cartilage. That's why sprains are a common injury helped by Ruta, especially of the ankle, wrist, knee, or spine. A lame feeling in the joint is typical with stiffness and a feeling of bruised soreness. The area is better from heat, wrapping, and gentle motion, worse from cold and exertion. Those needing Ruta may be restless and frequently change their position, similar to rest talks. Ruta can help inflammation of tendons from overuse, repetitive use, sprains that fail to heal, and bone bruises. How to dose these remedies is just as important as choosing the correct one. Let us know always if you need assistance with this. Last but not least, address gut health. As mentioned earlier, all chronic diseases can point to inflammation and leaky gut. Adored Beast has put together a wonderful leaky gut protocol. The leaky gut protocol addresses the root causes of leaky gut and helps support healing. For more information on leaky gut, you can go back and listen to my podcast interview with Adored Beast creator, Julianne Lee, or contact Bark Avenue as we carry the Adored Beast protocol as well. I hope that you found this episode helpful. For any of you that would like to learn more about anything mentioned here, feel free to DM me on social media, or you can reach out to me via my website at barkavenuemarket.com. Until next time, all the best to you and all of your wonderful, amazing pets. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you love this episode, share it with someone who may also want to help their pet. You can share it now or post it on social media. Tag me in it so that I can reach back out to you. I'm so proud of you for taking steps to help your amazing furry family member. Talk to you soon.